Shouldn't smoke. Those damn things will kill you. I know, but I figure beer has a neutralizing effect. Drink one beer for every three smokes, and you'll live a built-in just like my grandpappy. I figure my wife will kill me before I hit 50. You come out here fishing all day, I think you're probably right. Whoa! Fish on! I got one! I got a fish on! Come on, that's daddy! Come on, baby! I got him! Don't do that! That's bad luck! Oh, my heart's just a pounding! What a fish! What a fish! Nice. Ten pounds. Ten pounds? You're crazy. That's 15 pounds. 15 pounds of throbbing, pulsating pipe. You're listening to the Buzzkill Podcast. Episode 207, welcome back to the Buzz to Kill podcast, where on today's show we dig up the dead in a very grisly fishing accident. Yeah. What's going on, guys? I'm Mike. I'm Jim. And uh, <laughs> I say dig up the dead as if like we're watching zombie movies or something. It doesn't really make a whole lot of sense if you don't know what we're watching. We are not watching zombie no, movies, in not, fact. Actually, really, not even close. But dead films. So, uh, sort of. Well, kind of. We, we've revived them. Yes. In the pop culture lexicon. Yes. They're films that uh, you probably haven't seen. I'm Actually, will- most of you. I'm willing to bet that uh, nobody listening has probably seen either of these movies. Perhaps Grizzly 2, because that one at least, like, has it's kind of in like that. Uh, it's got a little more of a pedigree. Yeah. So um, in, in terms of lost films, like like it's yeah. known, it's known about. I mean, in in fairness, it's not going to be lost for too much longer. Well, I was going to say, there's also been buzz about it lately. Yeah. So the movie is done. It's it's screened actually in a couple of places, uh, but it's a completely different version of the film, and I'll get into that when we talk about it. Okay. Uh, and what we watched is actually a completely different version of it as well. I found out. Oh. So I, I have lots <laughs> to talk about what we watched and what it is and all that stuff, but. Cool. Hey. 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 Yeah? How are you? Good, man. How you doing? I'm exhausted. It's been a busy, busy weekend. Yeah. Very. It kind of sucks, huh? Um, I, don't you like know, being, I don't like being busy during the weekend. I was going to say that it was at least nice because I spent it with you, but hey, oh, if you want to well, say, hey, no, no, no. say that it's... No, no, no. No, because no, you really didn't. I didn't see you Friday, which is the worst, because I always see you on Fridays. It's true. Uh, Saturday, I saw you for the garage sale. Oh, yes. Hey, guys out there listening, don't do a garage sale. <laughs> no, no, no. no. I, on the flip side, I would say do a garage sale. I made a killing. If you have <laughs> fishing poles, do a garage sale. <laughs> so so we set up we set up James's entire driveway with, they had, you guys were literally giving away everything from your, your, your kids' oh, lives, dude. basically. Like I all was... their, you had like, what you had probably close to 20 totes full of clothes. Uh, had to be at close least to that. at yeah. least there. You're giving an obscene amount of literally baby like clothes. five outfits for a, a, dollar. a dollar. Like, come on, yeah, full on snowsuits for kids for a for what twenty cents? Yeah, <laughs> I got. I, it's crazy. I, I started the 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 last guy who came today started laughing at me when I told him because he picked up like five outfits and uh, um 
four DVDs, <laughs> like four kids <laughs> DVDs. Check that out. Ooh, what's up? <laughs> four kids DVDs, and uh, I was like, "Yeah, two bucks." <laughs> he's like, oh, "He's like, what?" I go, "Yeah, two bucks, dude. It's I'm done, and I, I just want this stuff out of my house." You should have told so him like, to just right. take whatever he wanted. Yeah, honestly, yeah, um, I, I I was I was about priced, to. It was priced to move, right? You priced to, to move, baby. You wanted to get rid of the stuff. Um, and it's just funny though because you had your entire like the whole you and everything whole, around your the driveway, whole past, the whole past ten years of my life. I had one small table out on the uh, on the, the city property, and pretty much I got like for every ten people that came, nine of them were looking at my table. Ugh. Maybe one of them bought something yeah. from you. <laughs> was annoying <laughs> but hey i netted uh, 130 bucks so i can't complain see i made about the same uh-huh. but off of 12 tables worth of shit yeah so <laughs> uh, so now i'm just gonna take it all to a resale place and dump it and like if they want to pay me for whatever sells i just don't care hey i just want it out of my house it's garage sales are fun it's kind of weird uh it's it, fun to go to garage sales i don't ever want to do one again uh, see, I didn't mind it at all. Well, you only had one table worth of shit. Like, it's true. It's true. When you have 10 years worth of stuff in your basement, you just want it gone. You That's know what true. I mean? Like at the end of the day today, I had to pack a bunch of it back up and take it into my garage. And I'm just like, I don't want this to. is the worst. Um, So I'm taking it to a resale shop tomorrow. Yep. All of it. All of it. Just fucking Dang get, it. get it out of here. Don't even tell them you're coming. Just like literally <laughs> just, just dump it at the at the front of the store and leave. Here. <laughs> send the check to somebody. Um. Anyway, like you'd mentioned, we didn't get together on Friday when we normally uh, record the episode. Bogus, man. Bogus. I had a uh, wedding dinner to go to. So the totally wedding I was bogus. supposed to uh, go to on Saturday, which got canceled. Uh, they had oh, why? To... Oh, um, I think it was uh, a chicken pox outbreak. Um, I think that's what it was. Brovid. Brovid, yeah. That's <laughs> It's just like, it's like when when you get it, all of a sudden your collar's popped all the time, yeah. and you start you start wearing Oakleys and have hair mousse in. You know you're really bad though when you have like the multiple collars. Like, you ever seen those douchebags that like would wear like oh like, like four different yeah, polos, like three and or four pop, polos, oh pop all them. He's got the brovid. Get fucked. God, all of you. Um, so anyway, I, you went to a dinner. I went to a dinner thing or whatever. First time that I've gone out with. Not gone out. We didn't go out. We went to a buddy's house. But like, it's the first time that I've been like in a gathering of like twenty people. Yeah. And well, except for the time you accidentally went to a bar where nobody well, was wearing masks. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, that was definitely more than twenty people. But like, it, we were all back there, whatever. We were eating, so we weren't wearing masks or whatever. So it kind of felt like a normal, yeah, pre-COVID kind of gathering, yeah. which was the first time that I have done something like that since also they, last year. Also, they they kept their catered food from the what they was did. supposed to be they the did. wedding, right? That was the whole reason for nice. doing it is because they didn't cancel it. They kept it. Um, and we basically got the the wedding dinner uh, last night or no, Friday it? night. Oh, it was delicious. It yeah. was uh, smoked brisket mm. and like Tuscan chicken and a bunch of other. Oh, it was delicious. Anything Tuscan is good yeah. as far as I'm yeah. concerned. Um, yeah, no, super, super good. <laughs> mostly, so that was, the, mostly the men. That was mm, Tuscan mm, men. Mm. Mm, <laughs> mm, creamy. Oh. Uh, <laughs> spicy um yeah no it was it was good though it was fun it was fun time it was, it was good to, to do something that felt you know normal yeah that's i right. will not be doing something like that again probably for a while just because but yeah, you know it fucking sucks man it was nice to do it once it's weird that like we have to feel almost like not bad about it but 
Mm-hmm. You come away from a week like doing a doing an event like because we've gone to a couple small gatherings where we had like bonfires and yeah. stuff, and you always walk away from it going, hmm. Well, when we were at one, we found out that our buddy's sister had COVID yeah, yeah. and she watches his kid every day. So then we like what started off as a fun day after all of us not seeing each birthday. other for that three. My, yeah, it was my birthday. Yeah. What started off as a fun day of us not, you know, like we hadn't seen each other in three or four months. Mm-hmm. Foaling and, you know, sitting around the fire and, and eating good food and stuff like that. And then by the end of the night, we're all going home going, fuck, we all have COVID. Well, yeah, it's a, you, you can't you can't not not think of that yeah you know it's like even though we know that like the actually with them though because they had been around his his baby because yeah. she babysits for him yeah and all that's that. what i'm saying and, I mean, sucks man he didn't seem all that concerned <laughs> but the, the rest of us did <laughs> anyway whatever like covid's just fucked everything up and it was just nice to do something yeah, fuck, that was a little bit uh you, a little bit normal yeah speaking cool. of speaking of normal there's a creepy doll outside on my uh, porch staring in at us that is bizarre it's <laughs> smells like sawdust where was it? In Where'd a you... shop somewhere. My um. So my... <laughs> we've 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 <laughs> like played a wood shop. We've played the Sisterhood of the Traveling Yaya dolls apparently the last couple of days, and uh, yeah, my my dad brought home a whole bunch of stuff from like his aunt's house, and that was like my older cousin's doll, and and she's quite a bit older than me, like when she was a kid, and it's creepy as hell. And it, it is. It, it is one un... eye is like half shut, and the other one's like completely open. <laughs> it is unnerving. Yeah, yeah. It's it's now made an appearance at four of our friends' house. It just keeps getting passed around somehow. I have. It's, is that uh, a fair? Weird. Is that a fair? Is it like a Charlie uh, Charlie's Angels Farrah Fawcett doll? I haven't the slightest idea. It's got the same hair, and it's wearing the same little like uh, denim romper that she always would wear in that show with the little ascot. That's true. That's I true. Think it's a Farrah Fawcett doll. It could be. Watch, watch it's worth like a shit ton of money. Oh yeah, you should look into it. <laughs> it's a classic doll. It's worth even more money if it smells like sawdust. Oh, turns really? out. So nice. cash in, bud. Nice. Cash in. All right. Is that, is that what Farrah Fawcett smells like? Yeah. <laughs> well, sawdust. <laughs> not anymore. But. Um. Anyway, though, that was uh, that was the last weekend. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't had much else going on. No, nope. it ended up being a pretty uh, pretty busy weekend. My week started off pretty good though. It took the uh, first three days of the week off last oh, week. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah. How was yeah. that? It was good. Good. Yeah. How much uh, did you get any day drinking done? Uh, three out of three days. It was, it was pretty awesome. <laughs> nice. Nice I, streak. Um, I, I would wake up at like 10 uh-huh. and then go back to sleep until like 11.30. Okay. Because I was probably up until 3, 4 in the morning. Before, sure. Because that's just how I roll. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you know, you wake you wake up in the middle of the day, you put a little rum in your coffee to, to give you a little extra spunk. Rum in the coffee. Rum in the coffee. How is that? Uh, it's delicious. You can't use clear rum though. You got to go for the... Oh, dude. Got to go for uh, like Barbados rum. I don't like... Well, I, I only really like spiced rum. I'm not a big fan of clear rum. Silver, um, silver rum or whatever the hell it's yeah, called. Yeah, I'm, I'm not necessarily either. I mean, even Captain Morgan's makes a silver and I don't like Have it. Have you ever noticed that Bacardi... Like, I actually used to like Bacardi when we were younger because mm-hmm. I didn't know anything better. Bacardi uh, have Limon. You ever, have, you ever no- <laughs> have you ever noticed that Bacardi tastes like olives? No, I haven't had... I have not had Bacardi in... Probably since I was like 22 or 23, because when I first started drinking, I didn't start drinking really until I was just before 21, Yeah, uh, which we've talked about that on the show. But um, my first night of drinking was Poles of Absolute and and, uh, Schmirnoff Ice and Woodchuck Cider, right? It was a good (laughs) mix. That was a terrible combo. But my go-to drink right after that was Bacardi, Vanilla, and Coke. I, to this day, cannot drink... Vanilla Coke, oh, VC's because, so good because I got sick off of it so many times from just you know 
That's abusing alcohol in my youth. <laughs> <laughs> that um, I can't drink it anymore. So I probably haven't drank Bacardi since then. Yeah, it's not good, dude. Yeah. It's, uh, I really don't it like it. It wasn't good back then, in all fairness. Yeah. I just didn't know any better. No offense to any Bacardi people out there, but, you know, just drink better stuff. Yeah. You know? So really what we're saying is all of the offense. <laughs> yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> just if you take offense to it, I don't give a shit. Um, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, like uh, Captains, or I was using the Mount Gay. I had a little bit of Mount Gay left. And uh, I, dude, Mount Gay is one of my favorite rums. It's delicious. <laughs> it's it's very good. Um, But uh <laughs> Yeah, uh, lots of lots of day drinking, lots of spent one of the days editing our uh, trailer trash episode. Pretty much six hours in front of the computer doing that. So. I was gonna say that must have been a heavy one because we we did not do well on that, that was, episode. Uh, that one needed a little bit of TLC, that's for sure. It's really funny how we can sit here and just jaw jack at each other for hours, but as soon as you put a camera on us, we just. We're yeah. like, we're stupid. Because well, this is more laid back, you know? Like, And what, what happened on, on that episode is that the, um, what, what movie were we talking about? The Craft. We yeah. pretty much talked about the trailer for The Craft the way that we talk about a movie on this show, long form. Oh, yeah. And I had to cut probably three quarters of it out. Yeah. Which was just tedious, yeah. you know, trying to figure out what to keep and all that. Video editing is still not my forte. I'm still kind of new at it, so. We haven't, uh, we haven't really, we haven't really dialed it in yet. We'll no. figure it out, though. No. Uh, yeah. If, if but you, anyway, go check out Trailer Trash on YouTube. Yeah. Check it out. The Buzzkill Podcast. If you so. want to see our smiling faces. Um, yeah, if we seem distracted tonight, it's because we are watching Friday Part 2. Friday the 13th Part 2. Friday the 13th Part 2, which um, is just a fantastic movie. It's a fantastic movie. There's fantastic asses in it. There's There are... Are uh, there are good looking men and women? Lots of yeah. There, <laughs> everybody. I see a guy in a speedo and he's rocking it. He's he's rocking it, man. Um, that cute I mean, that, that that cute little number that uh, Amy Steele's wearing Amy, right now. They they're, they're all just rocking it. Amy Steele appreciation post right now. Oh right. Oh God. yeah. <laughs> Such a babe. Such a babe. I actually got Is to that meet guy wearing a calendar on his head. I actually got to meet Amy <laughs> Steele what three years ago? Uh, at oh, Motor right. at you Motor did. City yeah, yeah. Nightmares and tell her that. She's a babe. You actually told her that you were her. You were. I told a crush, her she. Yeah. I told her she was one of my first crushes. She's like, yeah, you and everybody <laughs> yeah. else. God, I'm sick of hearing it. You fuck. You smell like sawdust. Now pay me twenty dollars <laughs> for my signature and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um, but yeah, I got my uh, Scream Factory Friday set, which is why we're watching this. Oh and man, it's beautiful. so beautiful. There's there are some f- just fucking wieners online that are complaining about like stupid little flaws in it like oh in jason goes to hell there's like a five second clip that's missing in this transfer or like Uh, people are so fucking stupid hey guy go fuck yourself yeah right (laughs) go go filter fish i'm lucky that's incredible look at the artwork by is that devin whitehead yep yep so cool that that artwork is amazing yeah the um uh there were a lot of people that did get some bad stuff though. Like a lot of time, a lot of people were complaining that their boxes, like the corners, were all dang. Some oh. people had like a razor cut through See it. See that? Some people's discs themselves were all scratched, which oh. is really weird. Like yeah. circular scratches and like horizontals. Which I have to imagine that when they get printed, they the uh, Scream Factory probably just gets spindles of them in, yeah. and then they take them off, put them in the cases, pack them up. Like they yeah. do all oh, by yeah, hand. Yeah. So I'm guessing that happens in 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 the packing process, Shipping which and and stuff little like that. fucking quality control. Sure. Factory. Come on. Well, <laughs> when you're Come handling on. that much um, inventory, but no, see, like that, yeah, corners, crimp, crimp, crimped corners, and stuff like that. Like if it was dropped or like razor slashes, that's that's one thing. But yeah. like if you're complaining about a 
three second clip missing from a it's, movie. Something happened in the transfer where it Seriously, got cut go for hell. some reason. Yeah, whatever. Um, um, I'm lucky though. Mine looks pristine and perfect, and yeah, everything it looks works. Fantastic, so, man. Uh, it's really awesome yeah. on the shelf. Looks yeah. so good. So excited but about that. Anyway, that's enough creaming over fucking Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, <laughs> I'm rolling in part two, James. There's lots of creaming to be had. Um, uh, anyway, though, uh, let's get into the show, shall we? Yes. Uh, why don't we start off with some corrections from and, last week? And there are some. Okay. Stupid! You're so stupid! All right. Um, so we tried as we might last week to say um, Terrence Z's last name. Oh, yeah. Uh, I did figure out how it is actually pronounced. Okay. And it is Terrence Zadunik. Zadunik? Zadunik. Zadunik. It's like a T at the end, though. It's Z apostrophe D U colon N I T is the pronunciation. Zadunit. Zadunit. Really? So, yeah. So you actually do say the Z and the D. Crazy, right? Uh, what? Is it, what is that? Polish? I what is the, that? I haven't the slightest. It's it's Carney. <laughs> <laughs> that's wow. That's wild. Yeah, where did you where did you learn that? Uh, Wikipedia. Oh. Terrence Zadunik. Zadunit. Okay. Um, let's see here. You do not add sugar to frozen OJ. I was wrong on that. My parents apparently did not want to give me diabetes when I was a kid. Wait, you thought you added I sugar thought, to I it? I thought that you did, yeah. No, dude, you add water to yeah. it. It's kind of... I, I, well, I knew that. <laughs> I, I thought knew you that, meant that but... they had, sh- like, put sugar in the can. Oh, no, I thought you, I thought you <laughs> added sugar to it. I don't know why I thought that, but no, I don't know. I did find bitch. out, though, that actually frozen OJ from Concentrate yeah. is actually better for you than fresh juice. It's got something to do with the way that when you freeze it, like, there's certain chemicals that absorb into your body better. It's weird. I just skimmed it because I just didn't care enough about really? it. Really? Yeah. Apparently that's a thing. Who knew? I don't um, buy it. Also, Fire in the Sky, the uh, Blu-ray that was released on uh, Imprint yeah. uh, over in Australia. Yeah. Uh, technically speaking, it is Region B. Um, oh. That being said, not all discs that come out of Region B areas are always region locked. So oh. until it comes out and people test it, you won't actually know. Right on. Um, but it is technically Region B. So. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah. So I will still hold off on that and hope that Screamer Arrow will get their paws on it because I want it. All right, champs. Um, I I actually did listen to the episode. What? So there's a little correction. I don't. I don't always not listen to our episodes. Oh, <laughs> I did listen to it, uh, but I didn't pick up any. Cre- you know why? Because I was just enjoying us. Oh. I was just See, I, us. I don't ever enjoy us. I'm I'm waiting, <laughs> That's why I usually waiting don't for things that we get wrong. <laughs> That's why I don't usually listen because I don't enjoy us. All right, so James, uh, why don't you tell the, the fine folks at home what we're doing this week? Uh, right after I watched this guy get stabbed in the head with a claw hammer. How oh. about that? Oh, that's okay. That was fun. Um, <laughs> so hey, the uh, one of our old standards mm. is coming back. Oh, Brew yeah. dog. We're making our way through this entire brewery's line. I have not had a brew from BrewDog <laughs> yet that I haven't liked. No, they've all been good. They're fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, this box is giving me so. Oh, these are 16 ounces too. I um. Oh, geez, I didn't even realize that. Really? So, fun story about this. I knew that I wanted to get this stuff right. Yeah. This is what I've been looking for. Sure. Went to five different places today. What? Because I knew that I had seen it somewhere. Um, and the place where I knew I'd seen it, they didn't have it, but I'm like, they just sold out of it like a couple of weeks ago. So I'm like, they gotta be somewhere still. Yeah. <laughs> and it was the very last place that I went to that I was planning on going to. It was the very last place in the last section on the ground in the corner. One single 12 pack. Hands. Really? Yeah. Where'd you find it? Uh, I found it at, um, Parkway. Oh, Parkway. Yep. That's a good, it's a good store. Yep. They're well stocked. So I'm not surprised that you found it. All right, so from Brewdog, 
This is Lost Lager, Dry Hopped Pilsner. Born in Scotland, brewed in the USA. Uh, what do we got here? Lost Lager. Unicorns are the national animal of Scotland, our homeland. That's that's not true, is it? <laughs> I hope it is. <laughs> they are also the inspiration behind our audacious approach to alternative altruism, dubbed the Unicorn Fund. Is this all true? I have no I idea. I feel like they're putting me on. We brewed this beer to celebrate the impact that the Unicorn Fund has on the world around us. Find out more at brewdog.com slash unicorn fund. Can you please look that up to see if they're pulling All pulling right. one over on us here? I got this here. Brewdog.com slash unicorn fund. Uh, lost Lager takes back the ground lost over decades by Lager Monoliths. Lost it, Lager is a dry hop. It literally hop- is the national animal. Is it really? It is the unicorn. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. <laughs> Uh, Lost Lager is a dry hopped pilsner made with classic German Saphir. I only say it looks like sapphire without the E. I call it Saphir because that's there's a leather conditioning brand called Saphir, and I'm just going to call it that because it's classy sounding. German Saphir hops giving vibrant citrus and stone fruit notes. Built from Bavarian yeast, it has a crisp, clean taste. This lager... Uh, this is lager like it was, like it should be, and like it will be. Lost lager. Lager is back. Dude, I, I, I kind of want to start working for uh, BrewDog here. They, uh. um, they give away 20% of their profits every single year. 10% of the profits are split evenly with the entire team of BrewDog. The entire year's profit, 10% of it, is split between their employees. Oh, that's rad. That's fucking radical. That's very cool. Uh, and they donate 10% of the profits to charities chosen by team members at their in their community. That's really awesome. So is that what the U- Unicorn yeah. Fund is? Mm-hmm. Okay. That is it. Um, that's really cool. Yeah, that's that's awesome. This So the, <laughs> the unicorn is literally the... The state or the national animal of Scotland. How does that happen? You know why? Scotland... I mean, I'm assuming Scotland is kind of like Ireland. Like, they, uh, they're they known for their drinking. Yeah. Maybe they oh. were just super drunk. Like, <laughs> this fucking unicorn. How about that? <laughs> the unicorn. No, that's... You, you know, I can't do it for... It's I like can't. unicorn. Unicorn. <laughs> I got nothing. All right. Cheers, sir. Cheers. Dink. It's not often that we have pilsners. No, it's not. We're, well, we have cans all the time. We have cans all the time. <laughs> We've been clinking uh, with bottles though, or glasses lately. That's, that's kind of what I was getting at. But <laughs> oh, that's nice. That was nice. It's just a nice. It's got uh, sort of a like a genuine grapefruit store, sort of flavor. Is that what bit. stone fruit is? Like, what the hell is stone fruit? I don't know what stone fruit is. I don't know is. what stone fruit is either. Um, let's look it up, James. Yeah, let's look it up. Because we can do that on the fly. Because this tastes like... Because we have the internet. It's got like a genuine grapefruit flavor to it. Almost grapefruit, but after... Like a, like a pink grapefruit with a little bit of sugar sprinkled on it. Uh, a stone fruit is a... is It seems like any fruit with flesh or pulp, including a stone, you know, a pit, such as a peach, a plum, oh. or a cherry. Oh. So, that's, so it's probably like a mix of stuff. That would not be grapefruit, though. No. Definitely would not be. What is considered I do not stone get, fruit? Do you not get grapefruit from this though? Um, That's what I'm getting. I'm getting. I am getting the tartiness of fruit for sure. It's actually the sweetness that I'm tasting. Like oh, the really? Sweetness of grapefruit. I'm getting like the tartness on the back of my tongue. Hmm. Mm-hmm. We will. We have very different tongues. Let's touch our tongues together, and then our tongue, like, we'll taste. <laughs> we'll lend. with our tongues <laughs> combined. <laughs> 
We'd have a very refined palate with our tongues combined. We are Captain Lickit. It'll be like the ritual of Chud, except for with with beer and uh, just friendship. (laughs) (laughs) That's how we should describe our podcast. (laughs) It's the ritual ritual of Chud, Chud, but with like beer and friendship. (laughs) That's it. Next can, you, t-shirt. can you design a new sticker like that? Got please? it. Thank Got you. It. It's done. That'll be our new uh, bestseller. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, I I like the beer. It's very yeah, good. Yeah, Brewdog, you've done it again. They, they, like I said, they don't put bad bad beers out. No bad happy, beers. Happy crew, happy brew. Yeah, right? buddy. I, I like mean, it. I didn't even mean for that to rhyme. Look at that. Another it's sticker. It's just how good. Another sticker <laughs> coming at you. Happy crew, happy brew. <laughs> uh, All right. Yeah. So anyway, uh, you know what we're drinking now? We're watching. We watched Psycho Pike. We didn't even talk about Psycho Pike. Didn't even talk about it, but we watched Psycho Pike, uh, a, a classic, an instant classic. The classic Canucksploitation movie. <laughs> And Grizzly 2, The Predator. So yeah. that's what we're drinking. That's what we're talking about. Let's get into the bleed feed. The bleed feed. <laughs> All right, James. Ooh, that's a nice little dance you got going on there. He's good. It's my, uh, you know that, you know that scene in Strangeland where, where he's using that chick's dead body as a, <laughs> as a puppet. That's, that's me. Are you the, are you the dude or the, the chick? I'm the chick. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> um, all right. Um, so we did have one death this week. Uh, rest in peace this week to uh, Chris Carnell, uh, or Carnell, C A R N E L, Carnell. Carnell could be either or, I suppose. Uh, He's a uh, stunt guy, a stunt man. Uh, He's been in a ton, ton of stuff. Uh, He did American History X, Gone in 60 Seconds, Panic Room, Spider-Man, The Devil's Rejects, Hatchet, Hatchet 2, Iron Man, Friday the 13th, Bone Tomahawk, tons of stuff, right? He played played the minor in uh, the, the, the full role of the minor in My Bloody Valentine 3D. Oh, which, cool. Love that movie. Yeah. Um, he unfortunately passed away this week uh, via a motorcycle accident. Oh, man. Um, it's unclear, uh, based on what I was reading, it's unclear whether this was during a stunt or if this happened you know, just in his personal life. Um, but uh, he did pass away in a motorcycle accident. Um, I did not read how old he was. My... 57. Oh, 57. Yep. Okay. Yeah, so... That sucks. That's yeah. super young. Yeah, that's um, awful. He was uh, a frequent collaborator with Kane Hodder. It seems like because uh, Kane Hodder posted something online about it, you know, saying that he had just heard and this yeah. and that. So, um, and he worked. You know, he worked on the Hatchet movies and Friday. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah that's, that's a bummer. Yeah, definitely. That's man. that's a huge bummer. Yeah. Um, never want to see that happen, especially if it was on. Not that it makes it any worse, but especially if it's on a film, because you know that's supposed to be. You know, they're the ones that are that. It's just yeah. it's not supposed to happen. Yeah, you know. Um, I mean, if you know, like stunt work, obviously they they try it. These people, like stuntmen, are professionals, so yeah. they know how to do this stuff. But mm-hmm. it just takes uh, it's such dangerous work. Yeah, like, oh, it's, oh it's absolutely, so crazy man. And so it's you almost think that they're invincible because well, they know how to do this. Right. They're they're completely in the clear. Right? No, <laughs> it's it's not true all the yeah. time. You know, just look at um, what movie was that? Uh, it was one of the Rise of Evil movies where that one uh, stunt woman she lost her lost her arm. In uh, in a bad accident, in um, one of the Resident Evil movies. Oh, I don't know if I know about that. Yeah, we we've talked about it on the show before. She was uh, I want to say she was an Australian. God, this could be a correction for next week. She was, was she Australian. Mila Jovovich's uh, stunt woman? I don't know that. I don't know. Oh yeah, but um, this would be a correction for next. Yeah, week. Yeah, no, but... yeah, she lost she lost her arm oh, uh, during an, in an accident. So <sighs> pretty crazy. 
Um, let's see here. Uh, apparently, in the midst of the craziness that is 2020, um, apparently, uh, a sequel to Fede Alvarez's Don't Breathe not only got greenlit, but it was also shot and is seemingly finished. Weird. Uh, this, and this comes straight from Stephen Lang himself. They, they, were, they did the whole thing over Zoom. Oh, God. <laughs> No. It's, it's the story. It's the story of the blind man <laughs> <laughs> on Zoom, hunting them down, trying to find their IP addresses. <laughs> it just doesn't work on any level. <laughs> it just doesn't. Um, but yeah, I didn't even know that this. I I know that there was talk of it, and like Fede Alvarez had talked about maybe wanting to do one. Yeah, I had no yeah. idea they'd even put pushed forward with it. Yeah. Um, Fede Alvarez did not direct it. Uh, he produced it. Um, it was directed by a guy named Rodo Seagus. I'm guessing that's wrong. <laughs> R-O-D-O, Roto, and then S-A-Y-A-G-U-E-S. Sagas, Sagis, Sagis, I don't know. I don't know. I'm terrible with names. Anyway, though, uh, he um, co-wrote Don't Breathe and also co-wrote um, uh, Alvarez's Evil Dead. So, oh, okay. so he, he's a frequent collaborator with, uh, with um, yeah, him. Names are hard. Fede Alvarez. I would um, say Sagas. Sagas. Sayagas? Sayagas? Okay, yeah. we can go with that. I, um, I have no idea whether or not any other cast members are returning from the first movie, but we do have a synopsis thanks to Bloody Disgusting. Uh, and it says, uh, in Don't Breathe 2, the blind man has been hiding out for years in an isolated cabin and has taken in and raised a young girl orphaned from a house fire. Their quiet existence is shattered when a group of kidnappers show up to take the girl, forcing the blind man to leave his safe haven to save her. What's interesting about this is that it frames him almost as being I the Good guy of the film. Yeah. Which which actually is actually pretty fucking smart because if they just did the same story again, it wouldn't really be interesting. Right. So by flipping the script, and in all fairness, even though I know that that scene has one of the most famous turkey baster scenes <laughs> in cinema, and it makes him seemingly like the worst guy in the world, his character is still semi-sympathetic because of what he went through. Well, it was, yeah. Like, yeah, he lost his daughter and he was trying to, yeah. No excuse for what he did. No, obviously, no, no. Um, you know, but Ruined. also, but also, maybe don't don't break into a poor old poor old blind man's house and try to rob him. You exactly, you dumb kids. Um, so um, I think this is actually pretty interesting. Like, I'm totally into this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that sounds cool. Yeah. So no idea when that's going to be released, but uh, uh, yeah, Stephen Lang confirmed on his Twitter though they had finished uh, or that he was wrapped, and if he's wrapped, then I have to imagine that the majority of the filming is is probably wrapped. So might not be completely done yet, but it, we're unless, getting there. Unless in a twist, he dies in the first scene. Oh, no. And then it's the, it's the story <laughs> of the young girl getting her revenge. He, he leaves. <laughs> and basically he, it just turns into Becky. <laughs> he leaves his house and then dies. <laughs> That's the movie. Um, okay, so a while back we had talked about how the uh, Chiodos bros were working on a project that was going to be like a Christmas project. And uh, we finally have a date for it. Uh, November 20th on Netflix, we'll see the release of Alien Xmas. Oh. Alien Xmas. There we go. Uh, a brand new 40-minute stop-motion special uh, that is when a race of kleptomaniac aliens attempt to steal Earth's gravity in order to more easily take everything on the planet, The only uh, only the gift-giving spirit of Christmas and a small alien named X can save the world. Listen, it's Chiodos Bros and it's stop-motion animation. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. What more do you want? <laughs> <laughs> Reminds me of a, an episode of the old uh, Ninja Turtles cartoon. Because there was a there was an episode where, uh, who the hell was it? Was it Krang? Somebody turned off like basically turned off the gravity, oh, really? so everybody was floating around. 
I don't then, remember that. And then I've the seen... Ninja Turtles had to put on these gravity boots to help them. That sounds like an Ninja the Turtles mission done. episode. I've yeah. seen all of them, but let's be honest, I don't remember probably I had, all of them. So. I had that particular one on tape, so I rewatched Ooh. it like a hundred times. You know, what a what a badass! Hell yeah, dude! I had that one on fucking tape. Yeah, I had that bro. one on VHS. No big deal. <laughs> Whatever. Um. Anyway, though, yeah, like I said, it's it's like I said, it's Nuccio's Bros. I mean, who cares? It's who cares what the movie is? It's New Chiotis Bros. So I'm excited about as it. As long as it's not the band getting back together. Oh, I, well. Because that would be horrible. Wow. Wah, wah. <laughs> All right, let's see here. In keeping in the weirdness that is 2020, uh, this past week's number two film at the box office was. What do you think it was, James? Hocus Pocus. Oh, you're ruining that. I already knew, dude. You think <laughs> I don't read the news? I, I read the news. Fucking Hocus Pocus brought in $1.92 million. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> what is going on? Uh, I, well, that's $1.92 million that they can add to the budget of the, the sequel that's coming 20 they, years they later. They might get like five bucks. Well, maybe. Uh, that, that's probably it. Yeah. Um, no, it's just crazy. Like, this, this year is the weirdest weird weird i the weirdest weird mm, i'm really having a hard time with you're fine time. dude just, just let a it roll hard time um yeah it's crazy though like number two is that what you said they, number they, two of the box office okay behind ten that's crazy yeah i think actually i think it may have hit number one a few days later oh did it i want to say because they did a, a, a story on the news about it i oh. think that they like they oh. it actually it made the national news the national news not just not just uh, bloody disgusting. Not that it's, bloody disgusting isn't national. But. It's cool. It's cool because a lot of younger people are getting to experience these movies on the big screen, kind of the way that we did when we were growing up. Yeah. But um, my wife watched it for the first time ever. When? Uh, about five days ago. Oh God! Did she hate it? She did, didn't she? <laughs> Divorce, James. She, she didn't hate it. She just didn't see what all the fuss was about. Oh, divorce. <laughs> divorce, James. Um, yeah, so Hocus Pocus, though, good news for that. Uh, however, it is not all good news for movies. As it was announced this past week, a bunch of movies have once again shifted their upcoming releases. And uh, I'm going to tell you about them right now. Okay. Uh, if you've been waiting for news on Terrifier 2... Uh, the, the production's been pretty hush-hush on what's going on with that. It was promised for Halloween of this year. Mm. They never said anything. Uh, they did finally come forward and confirm the film will not be released in time for Halloween uh, and is planned uh, to be in early 2021 at some point in time. Mm-hmm. So that got pushed back due to COVID. They couldn't finish it. Yeah. That sucks. Uh, Dune. The Dune. highly anticipated Dune movie that yeah. uh, we did a trailer trashed episode on and the whole deal was supposed to release in December of this year. It has been pushed back until October 1st, 2021. Oh, Almost man. a full year. Jurassic World Dominion, uh, which was supposed to release in June of 2021, yeah. has been pushed back a full year to June of 2022. It's got to wait even longer for that. June of 2022? Yep. The Batman with Robert Pattinson that we've been looking forward to. And I've been literally just like creamed corning myself. <laughs> it's, it's gross, it's, but it's, yeah. It's sure. <laughs> <laughs> There's a visual. Uh-huh. Um, no, the Batman has also been pushed out of its October, 2021 release date into March of 2022. Oh, geez. Louise, um, man. However, it's not all bad news. Uh, Lana Wachowski's matrix four has been pushed up oh. from April 2022 
to December 22nd, 2021. Oh. So still a long ways away. Well, yeah. But something. You know. Something though. It's, it's, hey. So I'll, I'll take it. So are these movies, so they're, are, are these, mo- well, obviously, like, uh, like Batman is not complete. It's it's not completed. No, yet. Batman like they had to shut down recently because of COVID. I know Jurassic World had to shut down because of COVID okay. again. Are um, any of these movies completed yet? I and don't, they're just pushing the well. Dune it, is well. Terrifier's done. Dune's done. Dune's done. Yeah. Terrifier's done. And are they just pushing back because they know that if they release in twenty twenty, oh, yeah. they're basically yeah. not going to make any money. Yeah, they want big tempo releases, which is understandable. It's understandable, um, but you also don't know how long this is going to last and yeah. how long are you going to like by are you just not- going to keep pushing it back. Here's the problem. By not releasing these films, they're actively destroying the theater business. Mm. That's the problem. Like, mm. who was it? It was uh, Cinemark. Uh, Cinemark, I believe, is the biggest uh, the biggest UK film theater chain. Yeah. They're shutting down almost all of their locations really? in certain areas because they can't stay afloat. AMC's closing down a bunch of shit, too. Like, like that's what I'm saying. Like, these studios, like, they need movies they need to have movies come out i know that people aren't returning in droves the way that they yeah. they were you know pre-pandemic but yeah. like they're actively destroying their own uh industry yeah. by not releasing these movies and that sucks yeah um and Ugh. i don't want the theater to become a thing of the past i don't think that it ever will no like, it'll it'll bounce back eventually because obviously people are you know Movies are always going to be a thing, sure. And people are always going to want to go see movies at a theater. But yeah, it might. Yeah, it's <laughs> we we might go back to the days of you know smaller theaters, like sort of smaller mom and pop operations. Yeah, I. One, uh, I'm surprised. Maybe not. These... I mean, like maybe these bigger companies will bounce back, but I'm surprised that some of these bigger theaters that have like gigantic parking lots haven't tried to adapt their parking lot into some sort of a drive-in capacity thing. Mm, totally. I'm a little bit surprised I haven't seen that. Um, but maybe none of them are smart enough to to even think about that. Like maybe you should be the idea man. Whoa! <laughs> there, I saved. There I it saved cinema. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Michael Heckman single handedly saved cinema. The idea man. They would make a movie about you called the idea man. Called the idea man, like which can is can a fantastic played, can I, title. Can I be played by Michael Keaton? Even though he's like hella old, <laughs> I don't care. Like I, we'll just we'll young him up. It's fine. The idea, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, James. What's going on in blue? Oh, geez, so many things. <clears throat> Not really. Sang Ho Yun's follow up to 2016's Train to Busan, which was fantastic. Never heard of it. Uh, well, okay. Uh, <laughs> Peninsula will be hitting shelves in 4K Ultra HD, Blu-ray, and DVD on November 24th with a making of featurette Ooh. and some interviews. Uh, if you're not jumping on the physical release, then Peninsula will be available on home streaming service Shutter. Oh, ever heard of it? Nope. If not, four ninety nine a month. Get at it. Uh, in twenty twenty one, sometime in twenty twenty one. Okay. So if you're if you're willing to wait to see Peninsula Which until twenty twenty one, because it's going to be amazing. Oh, it's going to be fantastic, dude. Uh, next up, Frab just day, Kalu Kalay. What? After finally opening. In theaters this summer, which we all thought was never going to happen because we all thought was it was actually a hoax. Mm-hmm. One of the greatest long cons ever pulled in cinematic history. The New Mutants. <laughs> <laughs> Finally released in theaters. Two horrible reviews, uh, which, is, which I find very funny. Y- yeah. yeah. Uh, well, yeah. But we, you and I never really go based on reviews. Like, we, Oh, no. The the last uh, X Men movie got horrible reviews and I loved it. Review. Dark Phoenix was great. Film film critics are uh, 
What's that word I'm looking for? Ass hats. Yes. Yep. That's some bad ass hat, Harry. Yeah. Um. They're they're they they, they purposely put out bad reviews because it gets them more clicks. Yeah. And clicks is money. Clicks is money. Clicks is money, baby. Uh, so they're assholes. Uh, the New Mutants is coming home to DVD, Blu-ray, and 4K Ultra HD and digital on November 17th. So, hey, check it out. Sidebar real quick. Yes. Uh, in your leatherworking um, you know, abilities, mm. you should totally start making like fanny pack type leather goods only instead of it being like a pouch that goes on the front, it literally is a hat that hangs over your ass. And I call it an ass you hat. You call it the ass hat. <laughs> Right? Right? I like it. <laughs> it sounds like a million dollar idea to me. The idea man. <laughs> the, the, the idea man. <laughs> one man. One idea. <laughs> so many asshats. <laughs> uh, last up, just a quick update on the upcoming Resident Evil 4K Ultra HD collection from Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. It is going to be released on November 17th. Nice. As opposed to the previous release date which i don't know what it is because i didn't you doesn't know, matter anymore it doesn't, doesn't matter because it's that that date doesn't matter november 17th is the date that matters apologies if that date was like your birthday or something then maybe Does, it matters a little doesn't bit. matter not you don't matter you're yeah. right all right um to finish up with the tofu here i got uh i got nothing i i gave you all my news already <laughs> so we're ending it on blues i didn't uh, hold anything back Whoops. this is my triumphant <laughs> This, this is your this, triumphant. This is my moment in time. Assets. <laughs> <laughs> All right, assets. We're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, we're going to talk about a couple movies you've never seen before. So <laughs> that ought to be fun. <laughs> Throughout this, you'll see faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description. All right, did we forget something? Uh, what? It's 42 minutes in, and we're already at the tofu. Oh, boy. <laughs> did <laughs> we forget something? Look at us. Uh, Streamlining. Yeah, right. Okay, so uh, we're going to start this joyous uh, event with 1992's Psycho Pike. Psycho Pike. Uh, a movie that no one's ever heard of. A movie um, that dis- defies. Dis- I, I'll, I'll take a. I'll take a. I'll take a bit from our uh, our dude who does the intro from for the tofu. Yep. Defies description. It it, it, it really does. does. It really it's defies a, description. This was a movie that was. Uh, it was proclaimed by. There was a write up in one magazine, one Canadian magazine, <laughs> in in like 1992. That was uh, talking about the making of Psycho Pike. And I want to say it wasn't even like a filmmaking magazine. It was like a home and gardens magazine or something. <laughs> I forget the name of it. But, um, and they called it Canada's first Canuxploitation film, right? And uh, it got made. I don't know what the reason was that it, it disappeared. It sure did get made. But uh, yeah, the definitely did. The version that that we have seen, uh, which this movie is available on YouTube. Oh, you can go watch it mm-hmm. on YouTube because <laughs> um, I, I did. I rewatched it, so I've now watched this twice. movie twice in a week. I've seen this movie probably four 
four or five times now in my life, which oh is boy. about three to nine times too many. Um, <laughs> but uh, the only version of this movie that was ever released was a screening cassette. Mm-hmm. So it got made, mm-hmm. it got finished, yeah. and it got sent out for screening, and then it just disappeared. Yeah. There's no um, information on this movie <laughs> anywhere. It's just like like no one knows this movie exists outside of that one publication and like four people on the internet. That's like <laughs> that's it. Um, I I well hold on. It has 48 reviews on IMDb. So oh, at least it? 48 people know. At least 48. And plus you and me and Harthen and Jordan, which means at least 52 uh, one people One of those might be Chris Jordan, honestly, in the oh. reviews. <laughs> it's very possible. So at the very least, 51 people know of this this movie. Yeah, so this was brought to my attention by my my buddy Chris. Uh, he's a writer over at the Movie Sleuth, and uh, he does some other stuff. Uh, we talk about him on the show quite a bit. And uh, he had heard about this movie, and uh, me, him, and Vito, during the early days, the early days of the uh, pandemic over Zoom calls, uh, we actually did like a, like a three-way uh, Zoom call movie-wise watching thing which actually worked out pretty well i think that's the actual uh technical name technical yeah, name yeah. for something like that um too. it's the the world sucks and this is how you have to do things uh <laughs> technique um so we watched it and we were, we died laughing at it it was it's so bad like it's so incredibly bad but so incredibly perfect all at the same time yeah it's everything you want from a bad movie even down to like the uh the gore effects have no right. They're so bad, but they have no right to look as good as they do for some reason. Like it's weird, right? Like when the dude gets his neck ripped the open, throat it's ripped, like, yeah. It's like that's that's like a Friday the Thirteenth kind of throat like throat rip. It's crazy. Um, so this is the story. It's uh, it's the journey, if you will, of uh, Reg and yeah, Tim. Reg. Reg and Tim take their their best gals up to the Great White North for a little uh, relaxation, a little R and R. R and R. Uh, Dara and Rhonda, and uh, when they get up to uh, the lake, I, where the fuck were they going? I don't even remember the name of the lake. Lake Shippagoo. Lake Shippagoo. Uh, they meet uh, quite possibly one of the greatest cinematic characters of all time, Willie T. Willie T. <laughs> he's he's honestly, I think, my favorite character. Ever. He's he's somehow Canadian, super Canadian, but also. American Southern at the same time. Yeah, it's it's he doesn't belong anywhere. <laughs> y'all y'all are going on up to Lake Shik Lake Shipagoo. Let's uh, let's describe Willie T here. Uh, he wears an eye patch. He's only got one eye because on a fishing trip. Hence the eye patch. Hence the eye patch. <laughs> he was on a fishing trip, and uh, one of the great pikes jumped out of the water and latched onto his eye. Latched right onto his eyeball there. And from that point on, he only had the one. <laughs> Uh, and so he uh, he had the pike. He got the pike, killed it, and stuffed it, and it's hanging in front of his uh, gas station that he runs. Classy move. Um, now Willie T here. He's also not just one dimensional. He has ties with the Far East, and he knows that world trading is going to get him places. I was actually pretty he's, impressed by his skills. He's only movie. got a sixth grade education, but he's wheeling dealing with with the people in Hong Kong. Mm. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> Selling off his land. He was gonna sell off his land for an amusement and, park and make a uh, make a mint. Make off that him. bank, yeah. He's a pretty smart guy. Maybe smart, can smart businessman. Yep. His teeth fixed because looked like he was just chewing on a black crayon. It's pretty much what it looked like. It was gross. Um, well, so not only was he, not only did he have business dealings with uh, Hong Kong, but also had the had the the know how and the wherewithal to 
kind of shake down a large a large company and extort them for money. Yeah. Willie T, Willa T Willa is T like kind of had it all together. He's like he's like a don't he's let like the a, teeth fool you. He's like a transformer. Yeah, you know. He's ex- like an, he's, explain that. I was gonna agree, but then I realized that's nonsense because he's in disguise. <laughs> like 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 the 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 Canadian hick is like his car <laughs> version, right? But then once all the stuff plays out, he becomes like the idiot savant. You know, like he's <laughs> he's like. <laughs> Yeah, we'll go with that. Okay. <laughs> so, so anyway, we've got uh, so we've got Reg, uh, and so we were we were confused. Reg and Rhonda are together. I think. Right, Reg and Rhonda are together. I think. But uh, Tim and Dara are with them. They are together. But but Tim, Tim used to be with Rhonda, and now his best friend Reg is. is- with Rhonda sleeping with her and they decided to go on vacation together so it's a big bundle of awkwardness that would be like if you and, and your wife every single time they they're alone and like every single time Tim and and Reg are alone together Tim can't stop talking about how much he just he, he even <laughs> says his uh, Reg asks him how uh uh, ask him where he met Dara from at one point in time, and he's like, "Well, she's no Rhonda." <laughs> what an asshole! <laughs> just as this whole movie, the, there was there was so much. Uh, I don't even know what to say about this movie. Well, it's so there's so much that happens. There's yeah that there's, that that means nothing. I think that's kind of why it's so good. It's not just like a boring one dimensional movie. Like there's like a whole like conspiracy aspect to it. There's like a uh, like an Illuminati almost like, yeah, within would, this. Like <laughs> I would actually go go so far as to say that the psycho Pike, this sixty pound murderous Pike, is the backdrop not, to a uh, not even secondary. It's like third place to 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 this the 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 love quadrant quadrangle quadrangle <laughs> quadrilateral the love quadrilateral that's going on and and also the uh the conspiracy the the clean water conspiracy yeah so reg right reg is going up north to check on water uh the the water purification basically in this lake for lake shipagoo lake shipagoo and um his uncle who is trying to what does his uncle even do? I don't even. He's a bad guy. <laughs> he's, a, he's a bad guy. So Reg is he's test he's taking samples of the water. Oh, he uh, the mill they own the mill. That's what and it the is. mill is the mill is pumping toxins into the water. Yeah, so he's going up there and collecting samples, but instead of sending those samples off to the lab, he's collecting like waterfall water spring, from somewhere, spring, spring water. water. Yeah. And sending that in instead to cover up the mill's uh, toxins that are being released. So you have this whole like conspiracy, like uh, you know, shadow games thing going on in the background of this. Meanwhile, there's a sixty-pound throbbing pulsating pike in the <laughs> in the water that is just like stalking them at at every move. Um, yet only really jumps out of the water once to kill people, right? Uh, is it at the end? Oh no! There's no, the two several, Hong. There's the two times. Hong Kong guys that kung fu oh, fight. The <laughs> oh my god, dude! When I rewatch this, and it every time the Pike jumped up because he because the one guy is the one guy is up on the dock like doing like uh, like kata forms or something like that, you know, and then he falls in, he gets eaten, and then the other little tiny guy gets up and starts just like 
just like preparing to fight. <laughs> and then he can't see the pike, but the pike's jumping behind him. And, and every time it jumps behind him, it does that old like. Whoosh, yeah. And, and the pike, like though, the, there's there's no lifeness to this pike at all. It's like somebody just has like a big rubber fish and it's just throwing it. Like that's what. <laughs> it's so funny. That, that might actually be my favorite part of the entire movie. It's absolutely incredible. The um the I mentioned the effects of this movie. They're actually way better than I would have ever imagined them to be. Even though they're super crude, I think because the film quality. Like this was. Uh, a VHS rip of a screener, right? So the film quality is totally degraded. It yeah. doesn't look the, the best. The audio on the YouTube <laughs> one's kind of fucked up a little bit. Um, the picture on the on the YouTube video is actually better than the the VHS. Oh well, yeah, have, because though. it was then put on yeah, crappy VHS. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, which we watched on that. What is this? I gave this to you, right? Yeah, thirteen it's inch. A thirteen inch. TV? Oh yeah. Thirteen inch. Uh, thirteen inches of pulsating tube. <laughs> Throbbing pulsating tube. Warm pulsating tube. (laughs) Um yeah, it's uh it's not it doesn't look the best, so it hides a lot of the uh the obvious flaws. So it makes the effects actually way more effective. Um yeah, I don't know. it, where is it's I'm assuming Chris Jordan made this. Oh, I made that. Are you kidding me? Oh, you made this? I I made that whole thing. Where'd you get that picture? That's so that so I made a VHS cover of this because the one that was uh, on the screener tapes is just horribly shitty. So I made my own. That's actually the poster for a movie called Barracuda, and I just I edited out pretty much all of the Barracuda and replaced them with pikes. Because that looks dope as hell. Yeah, dude. It, it, it came out really. <laughs> it good. actually makes this movie look sweet. <laughs> it came out really good. Um, yeah, it's uh, like I said, no one's ever heard of this movie. Nobody. Uh, and it's a gem. It is a, a gem amongst gems. If you're if fans of just super shitty, low budget horror movies or, or animal attack movies, it's not even a horror movie. This is a, an animal attack movie. This is a really like this is so it's not it's not the worst movie I've ever seen. It's uh, it's like worst worst adjacent. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, you still liked it, but I, but I did. But I, it's like it's it's the worst in like a really fun way. It's like, better this than is, the pyramid. The pyramid <laughs> is that's exactly that. The pyramid is the worst movie I've ever I, seen. I agree. And we, I've and I've seen some really shitty movies. That the pyramid movie probably sucks. wasn't anywhere near as bad as we are making it out to be. But that movie fucked itself up so bad. I only that get, it just has the worst reputation. For yeah, us. I only get well because like we don't need to get into that. <laughs> it looked when, it looked one day it we're looked, gonna have to do it for the show. It looked promising, and then it's and then it like seemingly in my mind in my memory sucked so bad that yeah. I I like it just I will never watch a it again. found footage film of people exploring a giant pyramid in Egypt should be the greatest. That should be the awesome. single greatest like plot to a found footage movie ever made. Right. Yeah. How do you fuck that up? You just do. <laughs> because, <laughs> because the guys from psycho Pike didn't make it. That's how they fucked up. Yeah. This is, this is, uh, this is just a fun, fun movie. Like we said, it's on, it's on YouTube. So this is a, a super fun movie to just put on, if you're like having eight to twelve beers with the dudes mm-hmm. and the ladies, you know, oh, yeah. oh. ladies might like this too. Um, and you're just you just want to watch a movie that is just so delightfully terrible. Oh yeah, because it's, it's it, fantastic, and it's it's really like it's not. That's the thing. It's like it's it's enjoyable. 
because of how terrible it is. Like the characters, uh, Willie T. It's, it's endearing. Yeah, it's very. It actually really is endearing. And Willie it, Willie T. is just so like it's such a bizarre character that you're just like every time he's on screen, you're like fuck yeah, and more Willie T. The the acting through for everybody except for Willie T is so incredibly bad oh. that it almost adds to the performance. Totally. Like it's like it's it's just like this is weird like uh like subgenre of like like this incredible acting that no one understands. It, the circle has just completely gone around. <laughs> it's 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 the subgenre of shit cinema. <laughs> like there's there's like there's trauma movies and then there's psychopike. Like trauma movies look like Hollywood budgeted movies compared to this. Yes. Um, the Pike itself, I'm fairly certain, like the close-ups of it, I'm fairly certain were made of paper mache. I'm pretty certain. Did you pick up on the like the second time I watched this? I was watching with headphones in because I was watching on YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. Did you pick up on the fact that quite often, every time, uh, like um, like the Pike will jump out of the water and grab somebody by the arm or something and then as he's pulling away with their their limb in his mouth he'll burp <laughs> like <laughs> a not like that. a human burp <laughs> he do, he does it like two or three times and i the first time i was like no he didn't just burp did he and then like two more times throughout the movie it's it's a and it's a it's a human burp it's fucking terrible and well, awesome at the same time sometimes a pike's got a burp i guess but, i don't know um <laughs> There's there's also this other sub subplot of this random German tourist. What the <laughs> fuck was that? Hold on, hold on. So, so he put anybody listening to this right now is like, what the fuck else could possibly be in this movie? There's so much in this movie, and then that's I it's it's uh there's layers. There's mm-hmm. lots and lots of layers, and I think that's kind of I think that's kind of its charm. It's like. There's 19 different because there's the German tourist and then there's also the two girls at the the phone booth who are who are just sitting there the entire movie who sit there for like a week so they and then they show up at the end of the movie with the German tourist to help Willie T build his gas station again. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's like there's. there's... <laughs> This German tourist shows up and he's like, I want to take pictures of your shit house. <laughs> Why? Because he always he wants to make a coffee table of he wants to make bathrooms he, or outhouses he, he from said around I, the world. He said, I always see people with uh with uh books in their bathroom of of other parts of your house. Mm-hmm. So why not have a coffee table book with pictures of toilets? <laughs> so Makes he's been traveling around the world taking pictures of commodes. Apparently, Willie <laughs> T's got a world famous commode. Willie T's got this stellar looking outhouse. Uh, he his it, the his, Shiz, the Scheisehausen. The interior design of the outhouse too was fantastic. You uh, so okay. You learn right. a lot about Willie T. Well, what's weird <laughs> is they almost so the Willie T goes back into the. Uh, the store, and he tells that guy, he's like, "Yeah, you can take pictures of my shit house, but like, it's it's kind of a sacred thing to me. I don't let other people go in there, so you know, don't go into it." Basically, of course, the first thing the German guy does is go into there, right? And then he comes out, and you don't really see him after that. They don't really explain explain enough of what's going on to make you think because there was a for a second I was like, did he plant the bomb in the outhouse? No, it was the, no, it was the sheriff. I know it was the sheriff. Yes, but, there's a sheriff that plants a bomb in the outhouse too. That's the thing that happens. 
because it was covered in pictures of naked men. I thought it, I thought it was because they were taking out Willie T because Willie T was going to expose them. That's oh, what he, it, that's what it was. He was trying to kill Willie T because Willie T was going to expose the fact that they were sampling the wrong water. See, but the way that he said it, the way that he said it was, uh, I know Willie T's habits all too well. Yeah, one big scare will keep him will keep him and away from and us. Apparently that one big scare was literally putting like four pounds of C4 under his ass <laughs> in, the, in the outhouse. Well, and that's why I was confused because I was like, were you trying to scare him or were you trying to blow him to smithereens? Because I thought he was, I thought he was saying, I know Willie T's habits very well. One big scare as in like, he knows because when you go into the outhouse, it's covered in pictures of naked men. Sure. So I thought he was saying like, I know like Willie blackmail T- him or something. Yeah, like I know Willie. T- I know Willie T's habits, so I will uh, like out him to the rest of the. Com- I'll tell him that I'm gonna out him to the rest of the community if he doesn't comply. That's what I thought he was gonna do, and then he went the C four route instead. Yeah, I mean, it's understandable. <laughs> Blew the. Yeah, it's a, it's a little then, more. Uh... And then what was with the? What was the? The the son who practiced ballet. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Who just? I don't know. Who just randomly? <laughs> He's, he's he's just there. He's just there, like hanging out with Willie T and and doing little ballet moves. Like this movie makes no no sense. sense. You mentioned the girls at the uh, at the uh, the payphone. There's early on in the movie, uh, Reg goes. Is it Reg or Tim? I don't know. They're, the Reg and Tim are completely interchangeable. Reg, no, they're and, not. And I'm fairly certain <clears throat> that during the movie. The even the writers forgot who was dating who. I'm convinced of it. No, I I followed that like because I the other night when we watched, it, I was very tired, so I was on the same like like there were times where I would just blank out and then I would be like, hold on, I thought that he was Wait, with her. And you he blanked was out during Psycho Pike. How I dare did. you? <laughs> I did. My eyes were on the screen and there was no lights on. Um, but uh, no, they they did. If you it because it's a lover's quadrilateral there's a lot of like moving parts but it, it makes sense um well regardless of which reg goes to a payphone to call his uncle to talk to him about uh you know i, I don't really want to do this i never envisioned myself being a part of a cover-up and this and that but when he gets there there's a girl talking on the payphone she walks out of the payphone and she goes and sits on the curb Days later, he goes back to that same payphone. She's still sitting on the fucking curb. And there's another girl in the payphone having a fight with her boyfriend because How? her car is broken down. And she's and she says, "Well, then I'll fix it myself. Don't ever talk to me again." And then she walks out and she goes and she sits with the girl, the other girl on the curb. And then at the end of the movie, those two girls show up with the German tourist. Yeah, it's so to help Willie T build it's his. So bizarre, like I, I here's what needs to happen. We need to track down the actor that played Willie T, and we need to make you know fund and make a new movie that 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 goes more into detail of Willie T's character. Right? We yeah. need a Willie T movie. That's what we need. Well, it is uh, Cliff Mackinson. Cliff, Cliff Mackinson. Mackinson, which is the best name <laughs> I think I've ever heard. <laughs> um, Cliff Mackinson. We could probably track him down. We and, should do that. And I'm guessing, I'm guessing that he's, I'm guessing he's not doing too much work these days. We should score the first Buzzkill podcast interview. Oh, dude! With Cliff <gasps> Mackinson. What if we only? Because we've never really gotten into interviews. What if we only did interviews with people who did like obscure movies from the '90s? I'm into it. 
That's kind of our wheelhouse. I'm into it. If we could find this guy, <laughs> I'd be super impressed, first off. Um, so this movie actually, um, might this might come as a surprise to you. This is an adaptation. Uh, this movie is based on the 1982 uh, novel called The Pike. <laughs> Um, funny, funny enough, uh, after me, Vito and our buddy Chris watched this, Mike went online, Vito went online, found the book and bought it for our friend Chris. Oh, really? So Chris owns the book. Um, and weirdly enough, this was not the first adaptation of the book. They tried to make a a film called the Pike, uh, around the exact same time. And, uh, it was never completed. Uh, apparently footage of it does exist. So this movie was made twice and never released. Really? Or the adaptation, at least. Yeah. Two different movies. Neither one of them was ever released. <laughs> I don't know what that says about the legacy of that book, but uh, uh, maybe, yeah. Maybe because it's about a killer pike. <laughs> uh, no, it's a throbbing, pulsating killer pike. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The difference. I, I like how you just said throbbing. Throbbing. Throbbing and pulsating. It's a good word. <laughs> Robacious. Um, um, yeah, I don't know. I think we've pretty much given away all the good parts of Psycho Pike, but it doesn't matter. You should still watch it. It's funny. It's... We've given we've given away all the good parts, but you're probably still so confused because there's there's so there's just how is this so all much possibly goes... one movie? Yeah, right. Like it, there's so much in it. Like everything and that we talked about, no, nothing goes together. And it is possible, and it's glorious. It's like so, a. Look it up on YouTube because it's pretty. I, unless you have this fancy homemade VHS no one, that Mike no, has, nobody does. Uh, I think YouTube's the only way to watch it, right? Uh yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. So look it up on YouTube. It's an hour and twenty six minutes long. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um. That is. Uh. That is Psycho Pike. Oh, just love. Oh, it. I will add to my my homemade VHS of this is also on white VHS. Oh, is it? Psh. That's classy, dude. The Great White North. That's, oh yeah, it's really classy. Oh yeah, I don't fuck around with my uh, with my tapes here. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of fucking around, uh, Grizzly Two: The Predator oh, from nineteen eighty three, which is essentially just a an hour and a half long Michael Jackson video. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, that's yep. Okay, let's get into this. Uh, Grizzly Two: The Predator uh, was directed by a guy named Andre Schultz. Um, it was uh, made in Hungary. Pretty much, the the all the producers were from Hungary. The director was from Hungary. Um, the only th- the only people in this movie, I think, not from Hungary are uh, John Rice Davies, mm-hmm. who plays Bouchard. <sighs> um, little actor named uh, Charlie Sheen. Never heard of him. No, no. He played Lance. Guy named George Clooney. You ever heard of him? Mm, doesn't ring a bell. Yeah, nope. Uh, he played a guy named Ron, and then uh, Laura Dern. Mm. Never, never heard of her either. <laughs> this, um, this, it's it's so bizarre. Laura Dern, George Clooney, and Charlie Sheen all had very small supporting roles in this movie, uh, and they're pretty much like the first uh, setup bait for for the Grizzly. You know, they actually lasted way longer than I thought they were going to. I thought it was going to be one and done scene for them. Yeah, what I thought. Yeah. yeah, me too. Like I thought, like setting up camp and then they get killed. I didn't realize because they were around for probably half the movie at least. Yeah, another like they're, hiking, they're, hiking through the woods. Laura Dern's complaining to the other two, and they're telling her to half off and stuff. Yeah, like there that. weren't too many scenes with them, but they did stay alive until probably about the halfway point. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so the movie is actually starring though uh, in the in the quote unquote starring roles. Uh, Steve Inwood, who played Nick uh, Hollister. Nick is a um, he's a sheriff, right, or a sheriff deputy. Yeah, uh, and his uh, 
he's in charge of basically looking into these uh, these deaths that have been occurring uh, Pic- in the area. Picture Barry Gibbs, yeah, but with more sex appeal, and and actually staying alive. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so he's he's in charge of uh, he's he's going through and he's uh, discovering all these murders and he's realizing that this is from a grizzly bear. Grizzly. And uh, his uh, his his cohort, if you will, Samantha, played by Deborah Raffin, uh, she's like the um, she's the hippie that just doesn't want to kill the bear because <laughs> the bear's just doing what comes naturally, even though this bear has a taste for human blood and is on a rampage. This bear, this bear, fucking loves killing people. Loves loves it. Like loves it the way I love shitty movies like Psycho Pike. Yeah. Right? Pretty close. It's pretty close. Um, I mean, granted, this poachers killed this bear's cub at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. So I can't really blame her. You know? No. Like, it's fine. But still, you can't have a bear that no, has a taste for humans and is going on a rampage. Sorry. Mm. Sorry, bears. Mm. Just saying. Um, so, mean, what gives us the right, you know? Well. To, to decide whether she can or not. That's true. Yeah. They should just let him kill the poachers. Yes. And then, you know, see what she does afterwards. Yes. Like, are you even? Then, then, then you're good. Yeah. That is that is the proper route. Um, yeah. So the, the problem with this whole thing, though, is that uh, Grizzly is on a rampage uh, in an area where they're, they're setting up this gigantic concert out in... Where were they even? It was... It was a national. It was just a national park. I think a it was national a, park. Yeah, I don't think they ever specified where it was. Um, so oddly enough, they they filmed this in, like I said, in Budapest. If oh or Hungary, I, I'm sorry. I was going to say Budapest if, is Hungary. If yeah. I had to get, are there national parks in Maine? Maybe there has to be right. Uh, there has to I mean, be, yeah. like, there's national parks everywhere because yeah. uh, several of the people in this movie did the uh, the Maine like a yet a yet. Oh yeah, there's a weird like. Hey, are you uh, are you gonna go over and grab that thing? Hey, yeah. Uh, hey, yeah. <laughs> That's a main thing. Okay. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I don't know. Or nor or northeast thing anyway. So I I imagine this took place in the northeast. Somewhere. You pointed that out when we were watching it. It was never anything that I would have ever pointed out. I only but... know that because I listened to so many Stephen King books. <laughs> <laughs> Because it every like every character in every single one of his books does that. Hey, yeah. Well, the the actual concert that they filmed this at to get that many people there uh, when they were in Hungary was actually they filmed it um, with a fake band on stage and everything right after the band Testament played. Oh, really? Yeah. So that was a crowd there was for the metal band Testament. Weird. <laughs> That's um, kind of cool. And nobody knew they were filming a movie. They just kind of did it. They yeah. put it. They just put this fake band on after. Uh, after the show, and, and people were just there. That's probably why none of the people I had mentioned to you, like the crowd doesn't look very excited. Yeah. It's probably because they weren't. <laughs> like, who's this guy wearing Roman armor? <laughs> why am I still here? Um, so, yeah, so that, that's the whole thing, basically. They're, they're, they're setting up for this gigantic uh, festival concert in, uh, I guess, Maine. and um, Or wherever. And there's this killer grizzly on the loose, and they're trying to get to the grizzly before it makes its way to the concert. And uh, they end up hiring Bouchard, who is played uh-huh. by John Rice Davies, who you know is Gimli from the Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah, um, he's basically the Bear Rambo. That's the best way to put it. That's that's fantastic. <laughs> that's a perfect way to put that. Yeah, and um, it's so funny because you think that he's going to have all these crazy, awesome scenes fighting the bear. There's literally one, and then he gets killed. <laughs> no, well, no, 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 no. 
He's in the whole movie. He is, but like at the end though, when he finally like puts on his Rambo makeup and he's gonna go like hunt the bear. Oh, he gets like one good shot in, and then the bear throws him across the screen and he gets impaled. Well, he was in the first <laughs> movie too, was he not? I I've never seen the first movie. Oh, this has nothing to do with the first movie. There was a little recap oh. in the beginning, but I don't think that much has anything to do with the movie. Oh, I thought he was in the first one too. Okay, that could be a correction. I don't know. Yeah, like I, said, have, not, I have no I've idea. Not I haven't that. seen the first one either. Um. But yeah, he does for for as much as they they build him up because he uh, that was blood that he put on his face too, wasn't it? Oh, was it? Doesn't he come up, come across a fresh kill or something? And he and or no, it, like he does he shoot the bear? I can't remember. I think it was the bear's blood. Like she was leaving a trail of blood, and he like dipped his fingers in and he spread it across oh. his face, and he's like, "If that's what he did, that makes it even more badass." Now is now is when we will have a final battle, <laughs> whatever the fuck his accent was. Once again, the version of this movie that we watched was uh, taken from a VHS tape. Yeah, explain that this was to also me. A, it was a work print, so there's like three different versions. Okay, so here's here's what happened. Uh, the this movie was thought to be lost because what happened was when they were making this movie, the uh, I guess one of the producers was very careless with the money and ran off with a lot of it. And they got in trouble with the Hungarian government and the Hungarian government like shut down production and seized all of the, um, the crew members, personal items, like the personal cameras and everything else. They seized it all and they never, they were never able to finish filming the movie. Mm -hmm. This is just what I'm gathering from different sources here and there. Um, they, uh, they got most of it done. And uh, they, what they didn't, what they weren't able to finish were the effects shots. So there was no actual footage of the bear ever attacking anybody. There was no footage of any of the uh, effects, like the the bear costume at the end. There's like the animatronic bear at the end. Yeah, those are the only shots like known of it because they never finished. And it. we've we we said that while we were watching it because like looked awesome it, <laughs> in the beginning of the movie. It's every time you see the bear, it's an yeah. actual trained grizzly bear. And then, tor- like in the last ten or fifteen minutes of the movie, it's always this fake well, animatronic. Bear. I don't know. I, it's tough to tell how much of what we saw of the bear was actually from this movie. And here's why. Oh, really? The the version of this movie that had leaked onto the internet. So, like I said, this movie was thought to be lost. Right? People thought that it, like there was rumors that it never even got filmed. That's how much people didn't know about this movie for <laughs> okay. the longest time. And then somehow a work print of what they had surfaced. So basically this is like the rough cut together. None, there's no effects in it. Like there's um, in the, in the actual work print version, like you can actually hear the director saying cut sometimes there's like the same sequence in different camera angles right yeah. after each other. Yeah. That's the really rough work print that leaked. So then what happened was there was a fan edit and that's what we watched. So oh. somebody got a hold of the work print and then re-edited it. And it's like, during the effects shots, there would be just blank black screen uh-huh. with some audio underneath it, but no video because they never shot the effects stuff. Mm-hmm. So what they did is they took bear attacks from the first Grizzly and then from another movie called Claws, which was another Grizzly Bear movie, <laughs> and they edited those scenes into the work print to sort of finish those scenes. And that's what we watched? That's what we watched. Oh. I had no idea about that until after we watched it. Yeah. Um, and so, so we watched basically the, the cobbled together version, the most complete version of the original movie that you'll see. Now, the producer, um, and I, can't, I don't know that I have her name offhand, but uh, the, one of the producers of the film, she actually uh, has since 
gotten uh, the movie finished somehow. Yeah. They finished, I guess they finished the effects shots. They finished certain other things. But apparently, based on uh, the reviews of a couple people that saw it screened in some film festivals, they added in like modern day versions of like Coachella into the beginning of the movie and then mix that in with the concert that's in the movie. Apparently it like doesn't work at all. Well, no. And apparently a lot of the effects shots are like, I guess they're CG or something like they're, I I don't know. Like it sounds horrendous. Like it sounds awful. Yeah. And they renamed it to Grizzly two revenge is what it's called now. Oh, okay. So that's why I, so I went to pull this up on, on IMDb. Yep. And I was like, okay, it says Grizzly 2, but it says Revenge, but that's not what that is. It's Grizzly 2, The Predator. Well, it was also called Grizzly 2, The Concert at one point in time as well. Let's talk about The Concert real quick, okay. since you just mentioned it. So this movie is, how long is this movie? Uh, about an hour and 40, I think. Hour 40. Something like that. This movie, it could have been a short film. Oh, yeah. If you took, if you took out... Could, could have being the opportune words. Every once in a while in Grizzly 2, The Predator, you're you're treated to a musical performance. Mm-hmm. And it's but it's not it's not just like a snippet of a musical performance. It's the entire thing. Yeah, you would you would not And it be, happens five or six times. You would you would you would not be a weird person if you thought this was a musical. If you only walked into a couple of parts of it, right? A rock opera. A rock opera, right? yeah. But a musical, no yeah. you know, nonetheless. You you would be forgiven for for thinking that because like they like one of the musical numbers is like four minutes long. Oh yeah, it's the entire song. Yeah, and I got a lot. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't mind it. Yeah, the songs <laughs> the songs were dope. What did, we, like, what did we say? It was like it was like Depeche Mode mixed with uh, <laughs> like Duran Duran. Duran Duran. <laughs> it was it was not bad. It was like just super eighties and. It would have fit very well then, in the Phantom of the Paradise. But then, oh yeah, totally. it would have fit really well. Absolutely. But then, <clears throat> but then, like, so for the entire, uh, maybe the first, like, I don't know, 35, 40 minutes of the movie, every time they cut to the area, sorry, the area of the national park where they're setting up the concert, like mm-hmm. setting up the stage and stuff. Uh, you know, like you have the riggers running around doing their thing and like, sure. and all the, you know, like people just setting up for the concert and they're playing what at first, what I thought was Michael Jackson songs over the loudspeakers. Like I thought, oh, they're just, you know, testing out the, testing out the system, playing some Michael Jackson. Everybody's hanging out, listening to MJ sure. while they, while they set the stage up. And that's what it seems like. It was like source audio, you know? First of all, my first thought was, how the hell did this production get the rights to Michael Jackson songs? And I have the, no the idea. First thing I said to you was, <laughs> they didn't. They 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 <laughs> didn't. They probably didn't. Because no. you said it was probably just filler music it, because the movie wasn't finished. From the right? more that I've read about this since we watched it, yeah, it was all temp music. All of yeah. Them. So yeah, that was all illegal. Like but, you could never release this movie with those songs in it. But then, but then it it would cut away to the story of the grizzly and the poachers trying to hunt down the grizzly. And and then it would cut back, and every single time it would be a different Michael Jackson song. And then it got to the point where the Michael Jackson songs were no longer over the footage of them setting up the stage, but then cutting away to like the Laura Dern, George Clooney, and and uh, Charlie, Charlie Sheen. Sheen. The Michael Jackson songs are still rolling, yeah, so it was it, it made for a very 
bizarre kind of experience watching it. Yeah, it's uh, it's like I said, being that it was a work print, it wasn't really supposed to be edited that great. It was. Yeah. It's basically just a, a combination of the sh- of the the scenes that they shot. That's yeah. all it was. So the fact that this got cobbled together in any kind of a movie is a bit uh, impressive. Um, and I will say this. I expected going into this, like knowing what Psycho Pike was, I kind of expected this to be the same type of shit show. And it's really not what like the what the what public opinion on the internet would have you believe that it is. I actually kind of enjoyed the movie. Like it wasn't that it was good, but it wasn't nearly as bad as I thought it was going to be. I didn't yeah, I didn't uh it, it, it's kind of funny how like how the like how do we decide what is a bad movie? You know what I mean? Like a movie that's because um, for all intents and purposes, this should be a bad movie. But I and it, and I, I enjoyed myself yeah. watching it. You know, we enjoy bad movies though. But I guess what I'm trying to say is that it's not it's it's competent, right? It's not it's not an incompetent movie. Like there's a big there's a beginning, there's a middle, there's an end, there's there's <laughs> plot. Like there's they build the stuff. Like it's, some of the characters, I I really enjoyed. I I yeah. like I actually liked the four poachers. I I thought they were really cool characters. Yeah, they were fun. Um. Uh. John Reese Davies obviously is fucking awesome. Uh, uh, yeah, I, Barry Gibbs. <laughs> Barry Gibbs. Barry Gibbs. Barry Gibbs and his daughter, who looks to be maybe four years younger than him. Yeah, there's a weird subplot between him and his daughter. His daughter's working. She gets a job basically working for the um, the concert people, but then she like tries to hoe it up with the singer that is in armor, right? Which leads which leads into the the most straightforward okay you know what? most straightforward yeah, most straightforward for, why can't for, forward, why? forward most straightforward good guy musician yeah in yeah. the world let me let me let me let me retract something here i said hoe it up that was not that was that was insensitive of me she was a she was a young girl that like no, honestly guys, she wasn't cuz she don't wasn't. retract your words no she, she wasn't though she, she was, was throwing herself at she him she was this young girl though who thought she was in love with this guy because yeah. he gave her some attention right and most musicians especially ones that uh, you hear about nowadays coming you know years after the fact unfortunately i've heard several stories just within the past couple months of like yeah, with bands people around we here, bands too. we used to play with and yeah, bands that we yeah fucked up why are dudes in bands such fucking ski balls because power honestly i was like never, I it's was, always the singers too it's I because the singers like have oh, I, so I could you? never no i could never do it either but like you there's there's a certain mentality with a lot of singers you know you put them in that limelight and people think you're a god yeah. and you just you can just take advantage of that so easily yeah um but uh yeah i'm just a she, lowly bass player so oh yeah no nobody nobody wants you but you have the marriage that won't fall apart. <laughs> I was so. going to say, bass players are marriage material. That's what we are. <laughs> um, yeah, so she like throws herself at this guy, though. And, and even though he's kind of a dick, he's very straightforward with her. He's like, listen, I'm just a traveling carny. Like, I do. I go from place to place to this and this. You don't want any part of this. You're sweet, but you don't want this. And he basically shuts her down. It's like, holy shit. Like... He he's, he's he says it in sort of a dick way, but he's like, I kind of respect him for it, dude. Same because you know? you're. I'm used to like we grew. I mean, you we grew up hearing about all of the worst of the worst. Like the, yeah, the, the hair, ever heard ever heard of Motley Crue? The hair metal dudes. Like the, oh they my point, god, they would the point fucking... the girls in the crowd, and their managers would go I, take them backstage, dude. And 
I watched. Fucked up. I watched Jared Leto do that live God. one night. I I ser- like I, I we uh, Aaron and I went to go see Thirty Seconds to Mars, and I watched him at 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 the end of their show. He had like uh, like probably 60, 70 people come up on stage with him mm-hmm. from the crowd. Like the the guards just started pulling people up onto stage from the crowd, and they like lined them. They had like some tiered bleachers or something behind them so that all these kids could kind of stand and um i watched jared leto uh look over at one of the dudes on the side of the stage he points to the dude goes like this the two the two fingers to yeah, the eyes yeah. like like i'm watching the, you fucker yeah like no like the yeah like the 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 cu yeah, yeah exactly yeah. it's from me, the, the fuckers. fuckers the fuckers so <laughs> he points at the dude on the side of the stage does the eye thing, points at a girl down in like, you know, probably two, three people in. Yep. Points back at the dude. And I go, no way. Do you think that girl's kept in like a cage on his private island now as like part probably. of his cult? <laughs> I go, I go, there's no way that it's that, like, there was, I, I was it's like, that easy, I was dude. like, no, there's no way it's that easy. The next thing I know, this dude walks out from the side of the stage, comes out, looks at the girl, points at her. Grabs her hand, like, or the uh, security guard grabs her hand, pulls her up. That guy grabs her hand, pulls her up on the stage. She's obviously, like, you know, I see her. She's obviously she's 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 very attractive. And the guy goes like this, kind of gives her like a, like an usher, ushers her this way. Mm-hmm. She walks right off stage with yeah, him. fucked up, dude. I was like, Jared Leto, Jared, it, it was like he was looking at a fucking menu yeah. at, at a restaurant. And he just goes, I'll have that tonight. I was like, there that's were- so fucking gross dude there were stories of motley crew on at some oh, at some of their shows though they would literally have girls waiting for them under the stage and they would go down there mid-song for a quickie oh, and Jesus, then come dude. back up and continue performing <laughs> it's so crazy like if there was like if there was like a guitar like a long extended guitar solo or yeah. something like that vince neal would vince neal yeah vince yeah, neal yeah, 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 yeah. vince neal would no what yeah, no, I always get Vince. Is it Vince? You no, know, Vince. Vince Neil. Yeah, who from do Motley Crue. Who do I always say though? I, Vince Gill. Vince Gill. <laughs> I don't think Vince Gill does that. Um, Vince Neil though would literally go under the stage, fuck a chick, and then come back up. Oh my god, that that's how crazy the eighties were. Like it's it's almost kind. Of- it's almost kind of impressive, not because you're being a skeeve bag, but because you're able to finish with that amount of drugs coursing through your veins. Were you though? <laughs> oh, maybe not. I, that's the thing. Were you, did anybody care? <laughs> Probably not. Exactly, dude. Some of those, some it's, of those autobiographies from yeah, the dude, from the eighties hair bands, fuck. they're nuts. They're and then, nuts. and then even like the Marilyn Manson one. Yeah, oh, dude, that's yeah. got some crazy They're shit. Gross. It's disgusting, that one's just disgusting. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, back to uh, Grizzly <laughs> Two here. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, we're we're about a half hour ahead of schedule, so we're good if we go off on some true. tangents. This movie did have um, can boast the uh, something that has never happened. I don't think in any other movie I've ever seen in my life. What? And that is the very first ever on screen full body bear burn. <laughs> I've never seen it before. Full body bear burn. <laughs> Have you ever seen it? No. That bear was completely aflame. <laughs> and it was spectacular. It was. It was awesome. Um, that looked really good. Watch, that was from one of the other movies that they cut in, right? People really didn't like react to it either. Like, no. <laughs> there was a bear, a fucking 20-foot bear 
on stage. That's why I'm wondering if that maybe was cut in from another movie because I want to watch now the the work print yeah. to see what was there and what wasn't. Yeah, because I feel like maybe we're talking about certain things that maybe weren't even a part of that movie. <laughs> yeah. It's very possible. Um, that being said, if you can get your hands on this work print or on this fan edit, it's the most. Even though it's not wholly that movie, it's the most complete version of yeah. the original movie you'll get. Because from my understanding too, the um, this new one that's coming out does not have all that original footage in it. Like they redid a shit ton <clears throat> and they they recut in, like I said, newer stuff and they reshot stuff. And yeah. So it's gonna be a wholly different movie, I think. Um, so yeah, I don't know. The the sound effects. They use the same sound effects that they use <laughs> in Goldeneye. When you're reloading oh, a gun. Yeah, it was awesome. Like it's the same exact one. They also I know that it's I know that I know that the Foley team for Jurassic Park actually recreated or the sound the sound engineering team for Jurassic Park recreated uh or or, or create like specifically created the T Rex roar yeah. for Jurassic Park. But it's it's pretty damn close in this movie. It's there's all, a there's it's a all few t- stuff though, so it's very possible they just used whatever library they had. To there, are, temp- there are there uh, are a few times in. in this movie, like especially after she finds her cub killed, mm-hmm. where she roars and it sounds exactly like the T Rex from Jurassic Park. It's crazy. It, it also sounds most of the time like the bear is the singer of a crappy local band and it's just cupping the mic the Stop entire time. Stop cupping the mic. It sounds like this. <laughs> It's so it's so bad. <laughs> it's like stop cupping the mic, you fucking bear. You're now, you're one to talk. I know you now. Fuck. I, now I know what every sound guy ever felt whenever I was singing. Mike is a notorious mic cupper. I am. I'm a I'm a notorious mic cupper too. Hey yo, um, I'm gonna do it in about a half hour. Yeah, just I don't know. Cu- I, just cupping the mics. I didn't hate this movie. No, dude. It's, the way that I expected to hate it, though. It was fun. It's got a lot of like fun. Just likable characters, the fu- the the mute like the 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 weird five minute music breaks are actually kind of enjoyable. Yeah, because because the, the music's actually kind of good. This movie <laughs> is not a movie about a bear killing people, though. It's a movie about a concert. Yeah, and there just happens to be a bear. <laughs> I'm I am a little bit disappointed, and this probably has one hundred percent to do with. The I'm fact. disappointed for the same reason. I don't even know what you're gonna say, but I do. It, even though I know it has to do with the fact that they didn't finish a lot of the effect scenes, I was really hoping for more concert carnage. Concert carnage. Like I yes. wanted to see that bear just ransack straight through the middle of the uh, the crowd and just like start just tossing people aside. I just wanted to see the bear start throwing bows, like it's like hardcore dancing yeah. and, and biting in the middle of the crowd. Did she? Did she kill? Did she kill anybody at the concert? No, I don't believe so. Besides they just, Bouchard? Yeah, no. They just uh, they lured the bear into the back where the electrical stuff is and then basically lured it into like the power grid. And that was it. Like, uh um, what the hell is his name? Uh Nick. Nick Hollister. Yeah, the, uh, the main guy. The main guy. He, it, Barry Gibb. <laughs> Barry Gibbs. They <laughs> they the entire movie they set it up to make you think that, you know, like he's He's a he's a good dad. He's very protective of his daughter, who's only three years younger than he is. Um, and they set it up like the whole time. They think you think at some point in time she's going to find herself in a perilous situation, sure. like where he needs to save her from the grizzly bear. Never happens. No, like 
the dude, the the rock star dude. She wasn't with the bear. She was with the wolf. Oh, and he was hungry. <laughs> not really. No, not really. He had had his fill. He's not really feeling peckish that night. Um, no, she like like the last thing that you see of her he is he her. Doesn't, he is, doesn't eat fawns. <laughs> you see her getting like rejected by this rock star dude. Did we watch this whole movie again? Oh yeah, I put it on for a second time. Oh, this is the opening credits. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. oh my god, is another two hours gone by? <laughs> um, no, you see, you see her getting kind of rejected by this dude, and then you see her standing up on a hill, pouting, looking down at his trailer, and that's the last you see. Of that's her. You, that's the last you see of her. I'm like, she's not even going to be threatened by this bear. Nope. Like Nick's not, not Nick Hollister isn't going to have to come in and save the day, and 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 save his daughter from this bear, like. You you missed a golden opportunity. So maybe the actual movie, like the finished, the finished movie that we're supposedly getting mm-hmm. relatively soon here. I don't know. Maybe that'll be a. I don't know. I feel like if that footage was shot, though, it would have that storyline still would have been in here. They wouldn't have yeah, cut that whole storyline out. Yeah. You know, the missed... fan that it was supposed to complete the film, not re-edit it for, you know, a new a new story, a new ending. Man, they really missed an opportunity. Yeah. There, I think though. they did. I think that was just poor writing, honestly. Mm. But well, I don't know. I if you can get your hands on this, I mean, obviously it's questionable legality to download a movie like this, I suppose. But if if you have access to it, um, I would recommend uh, I would recommend watching it. I know <laughs> that um, I don't know. I liked it. I thought it was fun. I liked yeah, it. it was a good time. Yeah, we had, we, uh, we didn't drink any beers. We had a little bit of coffee. No, we drank beers. <laughs> Like slapper. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we had some coffee. We watched a bear movie. It was a fun. It was a fun time. Yeah, man. It's uh. It's, you could say that we had the bear necessities. Oh. You could also say it was barely legal. <laughs> it was. It was barely. That's true. Uh, that's that's true. Don't call the cops on us, please. How many more bear puns can we think of? <laughs> uh, I I don't want to go to prison. I could I couldn't bear it. <laughs> I guess the uh, I guess the producer the the uh, the chick that uh, um, the woman that uh, the, the one producer that finished the movie for yeah. the 2020 release apparently she goes pretty ham on uh, on on people that even talk about this movie yeah I, I, she shut down like like YouTube channels that don't have big followings so, like she shut them down and made them oh, wow. like cease and desist and the whole deal so hopefully we don't get shut down here I don't know <sighs> sounds like she's pretty intense we liked your movie if that makes any difference. Sounds like uh sounds like she's our polar opposite. <laughs> you're reaching you're reaching for this one. <laughs> you asked how many more bear puns we could do. I'm still delivering, man. It's true, it's true. Um I don't know. It's, it wasn't like we were breaking the claw or anything. Breaking breaking the claw. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't good. That one took me a second. <laughs> oh boy. All uh, right. Anyway. Yeah, anyway, uh that's that's it for Grizzly 2, The Predator. Um, um you could either try and find this one or or just wait until the actual movie comes out. Yeah, I that I would be the the I actually the don't better think that it's legal. available anywhere. It used to be on YouTube and that got taken down, I believe by her. Yeah. It used to be on archive.org. That got taken down, I believe because of her. Um and to be honest with you, I don't falter for it. I mean, if she owns the property, oh sure, and it's up there illegally, yeah, I 
I can't blame her. Yeah. Like there, there's a guy that was on on, on YouTube that um, he was like, "Don't support this movie. Don't support her because she's shutting down the fans and this and that and yada yada yada." And it's like it's I can see why you would look at it that way. In, on one hand, but on the other hand, this is somebody else's intellectual pro- intellectual yeah. intellectual property. A like, lot of people worked on this thing. Yeah. And and, 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 a, and a lot of money and a lot of money went into it. <laughs> like yeah. that's it. That drives me crazy. People who think they're entitled to certain things. Yeah. Like I, d- just because this movie was made doesn't mean you're entitled to it. It'll you know like we we just happen to have a copy because yeah, I don't even know was, where my copy came from. It was passed. It's been being. It's been passed around through our groups a lot. Yeah. You know. Um. I don't know who got it originally. I don't even think that it originated with anybody in our group. So, but if but if either one of us couldn't couldn't have gotten our hands on this, it, we wouldn't have thrown a fit about it. No, like we're not entitled to it. But now that I know what I would have been missing, well, yeah, full body bear burn, full full body bear burn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, James. All right, Michael. Well, uh, it was a pretty good time. Yeah. Um. It was, so it was pretty good. So for next week. Yeah. Next week, we had said that we were going to find another movie to do with Never Hike in the Snow. Um, James and I were talking the other day, and it dawned on me, I don't think that we ever talked about Never Hike Alone on the show. I think that we... We watched it. We watched it, and we mentioned it. Yeah. And this might have been even pre-format, but like... I don't think we ever did a full review of Never Hike Alone. It's not in any of our notes. It's not in any of our... Um, it's not any of the main movies, put it that way. So whether or not we spent a lot of time on this in an episode or not, I mean, maybe we did and we just don't remember it. But And even if we, even if we did, would it would it hurt anything to we're take a re- second look? We're going to revisit it. Taking so. a second look, baby. Hopefully you know? hopefully someone doesn't go back and find where we did it. And it's like com- the complete like, <laughs> like opposite everything. Like we hated it the first time. We loved it the second <laughs> time. I've um, actually been nervous about that before. Because there's been uh, I, there's been movies that we've done since pre-format mm-hmm. where I know I talked about it like you know four years ago. Yep. And then we did it again recently, and I was like, "Shit, I hope my opinion lines up." Yeah, but if it doesn't, though, I mean, because <laughs> you know, some asshole out there is gonna go, "Uh, actually, back in 2017, you said that this movie was contrived and and trite, and then you said that you loved it and." Hey, opinions can change. Yeah. All right. And when I say some asshole, I mean you. Opinions are like assholes. They change over time. <laughs> opinions are like assholes. <laughs> I don't want to hear yours. <laughs> <laughs> on, on that note, next week uh, we're going to do the first two movies in the Never Hike Alone uh, series. And, uh, oh, it's, it's going to be, be awesome. fun, man. It's going to be a good films. one. Womp stomp. Womp stomp. Um, so that's going to be next week. Yeah. Uh, so look forward to that. So until then, if you want to find us on social media, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and SoundCloud at the Buzzkill Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at the Buzzkill PC. If uh, if if you're more of a visual person, if you like to see what's going on, if you're a lights on kind of person, uh, we have a YouTube page, and uh, you can see our beautiful faces. Can um, stare into those deep sapphire pools that are Mike's eyes. Right. Mm. Right? It'll, mm. get you, it'll get you pregnant. Yeah. That's for sure. I've been pregnant several times. Several times. <laughs> it might have just been indigestion, too. Oh, though. yeah. But might, yeah. regardless, um, yeah, we have a YouTube page. Please go there. <laughs> uh, subscribe to the channel. Uh, all the support that we can get uh, is uh, is needed, if you can give it to us. Like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, and share. Yeah. Yeah, share it and around. And comment. 
yeah. we love comments. Yeah, like we um even we wanna, bad ones. I want to know other people's. Uh, we have a couple people that listen to the show that are that are vocal on there. I, I like hearing other people's opinions. You know, we're watching a lot of these trailers. If not for the first time, um, we've only watched it once before. So a lot of the reactions you're getting are the reactions that were that are in our heads. You know, it's yeah. not thought out ahead of time. <laughs> Us plan something. Um, but yeah, like we want to know your opinion. So you know, are we wrong? Are we looking at something in the wrong way? I don't know. Talk to us. Are we stupid? Are we handsome? I don't know. Stupid handsome? Are we stupid handsome? <laughs> <laughs> All right, James. All right, bud. Cheers. Cheers. Stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs>